Welcome to the Mama Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gosen. I'm so excited to have you with me today. Here at the Mama Boss, we help women to launch and grow their businesses so that they can increase their income, their impact, and their legacy, make a bigger difference in this world and for their families. So give this episode a listen. We're so excited to have you with us today. Judy Alderson believes you have the opportunity to become who you were meant to be and not who you are told to be at any age. Like many baby boomers, Judy found herself in a position where she no longer had the security of a corporate job, but wasn't ready to retire. She had a lifetime of experiences and skills she wanted to share with the world. After a 35 year successful career in corporate sales, her path was redirected into entrepreneurship when an unexpected company restructuring disrupted the stability she had always relied on. For decades, her job had defined who she was, and suddenly, in her late 50s, she was forced to reinvent herself. Determined to fully embrace her new chapter, she committed to designing a life that reflected her core values and brought her the most joy. She created multiple streams of income through independent health, and business consulting and sales. By creating the freedom to design her own schedule and make time for her faith, family, and friends, she discovered her true calling and purpose. She now helps women and business owners grow their income streams while educating others about the benefits of pure skincare products and plant-based nutrition to live healthier, fuller lives. Judy, now 60, broke through the expectations of others and the idea of what she should do in order to step into who she was fully meant to be. It wasn't an easy feat, but the process of believing in herself and starting a new chapter is the most rewarding journey she's been on. She now inspires baby boomers to create an in-between lifestyle, a place where they can earn additional income using the knowledge, skills, and wisdom they have accumulated over their lifetime. The in-between lifestyle is a place between the corporate world and retirement where baby boomers can find purpose and prosperity on their own terms and time. Please welcome my guest today, Judy Alderson, as we have an enlightening and exciting conversation that I know you will just love. Um, But I'm so glad that I could have you on the podcast and and chat with you a little bit about your story and the transitions you've made and the changes you've made, because there's something about your story that I think speaks to a lot of people in this time, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people are experiencing serious changes professionally and um, you've kind of gone through that and overcome it. And I just, I would love for you to be able to serve our clients with your story and kind of how you've managed to get through. So Judy, please um, tell our audience a little bit about you. I would love to. Sarah, first of all, thank you for inviting me. This is just such a pleasure to um, be able to join you on your on your little business podcast and just how we connected. And it's it's really been an exciting time, actually, during all of this craziness to be able to connect outside of, I think, our normal um, networks, right? Um, So that's been really a fun part of staying home. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, just a little bit about myself. I had a pretty long and successful career in corporate sales and sales leadership. And um, I was really blessed to have been promoted and recruited multiple times. I achieved my goal of being vice president of sales. And um, it was a position that I thought I wanted because I felt like it would be a place where I could make a greater impact on the world around me and um, life was going really, really well. I just assumed that it would continue to do that and that it would go on forever and that I would be the one to decide when it would all end, but that's not exactly what happened. Um, in 2009, when much of the world was out of work, I was called into an office one day, completely unexpected and actually no warning, no reason given, and was just told that we were, they were going to let me go. And I was completely shocked and just, uh, it just um, really destroyed me. I, I realize now that I had so much of my identity tied up in my career. And I think that, as you said, that a lot of us do that, that we're, we're told, right, to work hard and, um, give your all and so that's kind of what happened to me and I was truly devastated it just it wasn't anything I expected and it took me some time to recover honestly yeah um I did go back to work and I got promoted again and one Sunday afternoon I got a phone call that uh, I heard those words again that they were going to let me go and again, with really no reason. And that was in 2014. So that was um, a few years ago. So these past few years, I've just kind of thought, okay, maybe I don't want to do that again. Yeah. Um, right. And so I really began searching. And I also began to understand that it really was God had taken me out for something more, for something different. That that time of my life was done. I had achieved my goal and I really had a clean, I think, um, accomplished all that I could accomplish there. But I think it was time for me to move into a different um, season of my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's kind of what I've been doing these past few years is trying to understand what that looks like. Absolutely. Well, and I think um, so many people, I think most of us, honestly, we do identify ourselves, we find our identity in mm -hmm. the work that we do, the impact that we're making, um, where we work, um, and just, you know, all of that in between. And having had an entire career, you know, only to be released when you weren't even seeing it, a lot of people are experiencing that right now, I think. Right. And um, one thing that you had mentioned when we were kind of messaging back and forth on um, Facebook was you had to figure out how to work through that, how to take this, I guess, negative situation and kind of rise above, right? Because you had this entire, like I said, this entire career. And so it was the process of being in the in-between, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that you learned just being in the in-between? Yeah. 
And that is what I identify that space as, is that in-between of, you know, where we, where I was, whatever that is in somebody's life, whether it's a divorce or a loss of a job or empty nester, um, you find yourself in a space that if you're not prepared for it, it's really, um, you can really get lost. And so I'm also one of those people that don't have a desire. Retirement's just, I use, I say retirement's not a word in my vocabulary. It's just not something I've ever, you know, um, aspired to do, even though I do live in Florida. Um, it's just not, that just has never been something that I planned for or looked for. So it truly was going through this process. It was interesting because I listened to one of your podcasts about um, chasing all your ideas is costing you. And I realized through this process that I really have grown up um, and continue to live as a pleaser in my life. Mm. And so anytime somebody asked me during this time, if I would come and work for them, I had small entrepreneurs say, oh, Judy, would you just come and sell for me? And I said, yes. And I said, yes. And I said, yes. Then I said, yes. Mm -hmm. And so I had to stop multiple times throughout this process and, and look at everything I had said yes to and began eliminating, you know, what wasn't really serving me in my purpose and also understanding that as I spread myself so thin, I really wasn't serving them as well. So um, saying no to somebody, going back and saying, you know, thank you, but this isn't working was a new experience for me. Oh, it's so, it's hard. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it, it was really hard. And yeah. they're friends. They were, you know, some of them were uh, friends of mine that were starting businesses. And um, so it was really difficult to say, no, this isn't the right fit, you know, Um so going through that process, and then you, I had actually made some notes, you had mentioned focus on what's in front of you. And boy, that is, that is a message that I have been getting very loud and clear is what do you have in your hands right now? You know, put your hand to the plow is what they say in the Bible. It says, put your hand to the plow, focus on what's in front of you and stop trying to figure out what's out there, I, I've come to understand that when you focus on what's in front of you, then the path forward seems to start making sense. And so I, I took all the things that I had said yes to, and I made the famous chart of pros and cons and yes and no's. And I have two companies actually that I represent, and I'm an independent consultant, which is a really wonderful experience. And I could talk a little bit more about that. but. Um, I've settled in on two companies and even recently I had somebody say, Oh, please come and sell for me. And I started to get excited. It was a new shiny object. And I was super proud of myself because I took a step back. I did a little research on them and was able to say, no, thank you. And mm -hmm. so um, that was, that was a big deal for me, but going through the process of understanding what my passions are, um, understanding what I'm good at, what gifts I really had used throughout my career. What was it that made me successful? And I like to provide solutions and I like to help other people succeed. So taking those and focusing on those 
gifts and those abilities and then finding the projects that fit that really um, is kind of where I've come to. And that's been a really exciting process. I've learned a whole lot about myself in the in-between. I was able to really to just kind of break down all the different parts of me because when I was rejected without any explanation, the only answer I could give myself was that all of me was rejected. Mm. And that was really painful yeah. because I couldn't sort out, well, you, you know, okay, you didn't like how I did this or you didn't, I, there was nothing for me to go on. And so just my, whatever, my psyche, whatever, just said, well, there must not be anything good about you. And I had to kind of really work through that. Therapy probably would have been a good thing. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's, it's really, uh, it's been a, it's been a painful, it's been a scary process, but it is, I wouldn't trade it for anything. And that's typically what people say, right? When they go through difficult situations is that if you really do push through and really understand how you're feeling and what you're, um, what you're looking for in life, that, that it can end up being just the most amazing time and that's really where I'm at right now and it's really very exciting. That's just so beautiful. It really is. There's there's a lot of things that you uh, mentioned there that I kind of want to come back to. Um, first of all, getting released, right? Um, back to industry as I say. Release back to industry. It sounds so much nicer than getting fired, right? Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> sides, for both sides, you know. Um, but when that happens, it can be really easy to any kind of rejection, mm -hmm. whether, whether it's that kind or someone telling, you no, like in a sales setting, um, because a lot, a lot of times you personalize that. Right. And I think right. men and women do equally women, I think do more so. Right. Which is where right. women can be so afraid of appearing salesy. Right right? Because they're like, yeah. well, what if someone tells me no? Like, what does that mean about me? Does it, you know, and it's just like, it doesn't have to mean anything about you. No. You know, okay. and, but it's so easy for all of us, for all of us to just take that path and go, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, how did you kind of flip that like going from there's something wrong with me to I'm going to make something beautiful out of this. How did you flip that? How did you go through that process? Lots of prayer, mm. lots and lots of prayer. Um, lots of reading. I have read more personal development books than I read in my 35 year career, but it really had, there's some that I just, and I'd love to put a list. I some of my favorites together for you, but just really some that helped me break down and separate out those feelings and where they've come from. I mean, I, you know, it's typical. I can look way back to when I started being a pleaser, when I started um, um, identifying my worth with my position. And I think it's so important as you go along in life to continue to separate out that time for your own self-care. And I wasn't, I was traveling 
75% of my life. I was on the road. I put in long days and I didn't take that time for myself ever. And I didn't, I wasn't ever challenged to because I was being rewarded for the way I was living. So when that went away, then I had to really work through and, and discover that for myself. But it's taken, it's taken time. And I think that's yet another important thing is you cannot rush it. Oh. Whatever, you cannot rush this process, right? You no, mm -hmm. you can't. And I think so many of us want to. Yeah. You know, especially when you're in the valley, you're in the in-between yeah. as well. Yeah. You do. All you want to do is get out of it. It's right. like, uncomfortable. It feels dirty. I don't like it. Where's the, where's the good? <laughs> right? I'm not getting rewarded. Nobody's acknowledging me. Nobody's saying how good I am. <laughs> yes. It's yes. not fun. No, it's not fun. But it, if you if you rush it, and that's actually what I did the first time. If I would have taken a step back and really listened to what was going on, I rushed back into my career. I was so determined to get back at what I knew how to do that I, I you know, I even even took it as a sales position. I even really lowered um, where I had been to where just to get back, just to get that feeling again of being useful and appreciated and productive and all of those things, I rushed it. And so what happened is I had to be taken out again because I didn't listen. So it doesn't benefit you to rush it at all. You know, you'll, you'll just, I think actually fall harder the second time. Um, oh. Yeah. No, you're yeah. so right. You're so right. Like the, I'm, I've literally, I've got goosebumps right now. You're speaking so much truth. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, you can't rush it. You can't rush the discomfort. No, you can't. I mean, you can, but like you said, mm -hmm. it's to yeah. your detriment down the road. Yeah, I really do think you fall harder the second time. So don't do it. Yeah. Oh, that's such good advice. It really is because there's a lot of people right now. They're in transition in, in so many regards, right? Um, and it's, our world is experiencing this great discomfort. And um, people are being tested either because they lost their jobs or they're still employed and they're doing the jobs of like three different people. And I also think that some of those people are feeling guilty because they have a job. Yeah, yeah. You know, incredible. it really is yeah. what a time in our world. And, and I say our world because I mean, I've talked to people who live in Africa, to people yeah. who live in Australia, to Malaysia, everywhere in between. And it really is like this worldwide experience, which is who knew, right? Yeah. yeah. Unlike um, anything in my lifetime. So yeah, definitely. It's crazy. What yeah. a day. What a time we live in, Judy. <laughs> um, so as you were going through this transition and really, especially the second time, learning to trust the process, learning to be patient, yeah. you did mention earlier, it's, a, it's really easy for a lot of people to get lost yes. in this transition. Yes. How, how did you not get lost? Mm -hmm. Or maybe you did and you, you found yourself again. How did that mm -hmm. happen? Yeah, I think I was lost for a while. Um, it's really easy to curl up in a ball. Yeah. But I know 
that that's not how I want to end my life. I know that uh, I'm a big believer on if you're still here, then you still have purpose. And uh, which is why I'm not a big fan of retirement, because I just believe that if you're here, you still have purpose. 100%. And so being open to understanding that there are seasons in our lives and that that season may have served a great purpose, but now it's time for something new. And then it became um, kind of a challenge to figure out what that was. It became, uh, and I just, I just the determine. You just, you have to just be term, determined not to quit. You know, it's okay to let yourself feel it. It's okay to sit back and rest and just, you know, um, acknowledge the loss. You know, just like any loss, grieving is a process, and you have to acknowledge that. But you got to get back up. Um, and so just that determination and that desire to discover what was next, um, surround yourself with good people, which is really difficult when you don't feel like you're worth anything. hundred percent. Really difficult, but there are people that care about you and there are people that want to support you. And you have to be willing to accept that. That's another challenging thing. I don't know if that's a woman thing, but, um, and, and you know what? Allow yourself little steps. If all you do today yes. is one thing, be proud of that. Oh, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Don't, don't bite off too much and don't feel like you have to go from zero to a hundred, you know, it, it, it's little steps and absorb each little step and be proud of those little steps. I posted on Instagram, I saw it somewhere, uh, I just posted yesterday, just it's step by step, day by day. Truly, truly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it takes, and, and that's really whether it's a business you're building or a life um, or whatever it is, it truly is about taking that one step at a time. Yeah. Um, and seeking to be, you know, 1% better than you were the day before. Yeah. Or the week before. I mean, it really yeah. doesn't, it's really irrelevant really. But. And however long each path takes is what it's supposed to be. You know, um, I'm in a business where, People are advancing very quickly and you can't let that distract you. You have to focus on your own journey. And if it means cutting out and not reading too much social media and not comparing yourself, right? Yes. Um, it's allowing yourself your own journey because that's where your story lies. Yeah. Really. Yeah, truly. When you, um, now I know that we all can get in the comparison trap because mm. it's just kind of human nature, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned to focus on your own journey. Yeah. I, I know that you're someone who focuses hard on your own journey. What keeps you focused on your own journey when you start to get pulled back into comparison? Yeah. I've really um, separated myself from a lot of social media. Um, I have, in fact, I had a 
Facebook page that I don't know, I had thousands, I don't know how many thousands of people, I shut it down. And I started a new one. And I'm being more selective on who I'm connecting with because I want it to be people that I can either influence or that I see something positively influencing me back. So I did a lot of that. I limit my time on social media because social media is really the ultimate comparison trap. Oh, it really is, yeah. And um, and I didn't have that when I was younger building a sales career. I didn't Mm -hmm. just went out and did my thing. So I did a lot of that, but I really have um, in my life today because I work independently, I get to do plan my own day and plan my own schedule. And I take anywhere from two to three hours every morning in just me time and just reading my devotions, finding a really good personal development book. Um, I'm reading the pursuit of purpose right now, you know, things like that. And just continuing to recap what it is I love what it is I'm good at, looking back in my career, why do I think I was good at what I did? I love, as a sales leader, I really love helping other people be successful. It's really, and I love providing solutions. So those are the things that I continue to focus on. And I try to block out anything else that might be Mm -hmm. a new shiny object. and even methods in doing my business. There's a lot of people saying, do your business this way, do your business this way. And I just, I've just blocked all of that out because I know how I was successful before. Mm. And that's how I'm going to be successful again. Um, and it is about serving. It's about providing solutions for me. Um, and it's about helping other people succeed. So those are my focuses. Those are what I remind myself of. I do have a vision board. I never had a vision before, board before in my life. And I have written out my purpose, my passion, and my path. And I read that every day. And I focus on that every day. And that's how I'm going to be doing. Um, that's how I'm doing my life today. And that's, that's, that's kind of where I'm at now. That's Judy, you have given us <laughs> incredible tools and so many, um, there's, there's just a lot of wisdom that you brought to this conversation. It's pretty fantastic. Mm. Um, because regardless of where people are, mm-hmm. there's something that they can get from this conversation. You've brought so I much wisdom, so. can't even believe it. Um, so. <clears throat> how about... Now, I hate when people ask me this question, so you can always bypass it if you want. It's like, oh, man, here I am on the spot. Top three books. Do you have like a top three favorite books? Oh, gosh. Um, That is hard because I've just been reading so much. And every time I read a book, it's like, oh, my gosh, it's the best book I ever read. Um, (laughs) So, and I've got stacks and stacks. And, um, oh, my gosh. I wish I would have known that I would have pulled out. I know it's okay. We can, we can buy. I'm reading Atomic Habits right now um, Mm -hmm. because that's, that's one of the things that has been a biggest challenge is truly um, organizing my day, you know, Mm -hmm. getting in my office 
and I, I'm pretty sure I'm an undiagnosed ADD. <laughs> Every entrepreneur oh, is. Oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So um, Atomic Habits, really focusing on now creating a routine in my day. You know, the great thing about um, time freedom, I tell people time freedom is not having a lot of extra free time. It's being able to decide how to spend your time. Mm. So, yeah, I used to always think, oh, that time freedom thing where I can just, okay, what do I want to do today? But that, that you end up not doing anything, right? That's true. <laughs> so Atomic Habits, really creating routine habits in my day. Um, that's a big one right now. Um, and then this, the pursuit of purpose that I'm reading. I can't even tell you who the author is right now, but it, I love how he breaks it down to where it's very simple that we were all created on purpose for a purpose. And he'll give examples of like, you know, a hairdryer was designed specifically for a purpose. And so were you, you know, so mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's really, you know, you say that again, say that again. Cause I know someone yeah. to hear that. A hairdryer was designed by the a creator specifically for a purpose. And so were you. It's so simple, but it's so profound. Mm -hmm. Truly mm -hmm. it is. It truly is. I think mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of us, we can kind of get down in our own kind of Ugh. mess in our minds that we forget that yeah. we don't matter. Yeah. Oh. You know, yeah, I just, um, God and I have had some great conversations in these last few years and just reminding me that he loves me and that I'm here at this time in Florida for a purpose, mm -hmm. even though all my family, I'm a West Coaster, California and Oregon. I have a, I'm not a mama boss, but I'm a grandmama boss, <laughs> um, but I'm in Florida for a purpose. And I was born at this time for a purpose yeah. and I'm out of my career for a purpose. So everybody is, and just understanding that you're right. It's so we, we don't give that the real um, attention or, or credit or acknowledgement um, that it is because it's entirely, entirely true. Mm -hmm. So you were born for a purpose. I know that's going to just uplift someone today. And I'm so glad that you said that. Um, God, so good. So good. So, um, gosh, this has just been such an incredible conversation. And I'm so grateful that we've been able to have it. I know it's going to be just of tremendous value to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, for people who are interested in knowing more about you, about what you do, um, and all of that, how can people get in touch with you? You know, I don't have a website yet because I was like, I figure when I really understand what this whole purpose is, then I'm going to have my own personal website. I'm at, um, uh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, really, is where I spend most of my time, and that's just jud. Alderson, A-L-D-E-R-S-L-N. So J-U-D dot Alderson on Instagram. It's really where I'm spending most of my time right now. Mm -hmm. Awesome. 
Awesome. Instagram is just, it's just such a happier place than Facebook is. So much fun. So much easier. Fun. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Judy, I'm so glad that we could have this conversation. I know that this conversation will bring a lot of um, thought provoking healing to I hope so. need it, to the people and seriously Sarah if anybody would love to like to reach out to me I would be honored to you know provide any encouragement that I can that would really be kind of what I'm here for so yeah perfect 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 yeah. awesome Judy well keep doing what you do in the world you are an incredible woman, a total badass. And uh, <laughs> I'm so grateful that I've had the opportunity to meet you and Me um, have this incredible conversation that will be so impactful for a lot of people. Sarah, you too. I'm just so impressed with all that you are doing and that you've accomplished in your life at a much younger age than me. I'm very envious of that. So um, <laughs> yeah. you, you just keep doing what you're doing and I'm just so grateful that we were connected. Yeah, it was really a pleasure. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Mama Boss podcast today. We were so excited to have you with us. If this podcast was valuable to you, make sure that you write us a review, subscribe and share it with friends how we grow the podcast and how we help more women just like you to increase their income, impact, and legacy in this world. And as always, keep it classy, sassy, and super badassy. And we'll talk to you on the next episode.